Say hello to your friends. It is time to talk about the Babysitter's Club. I I couldn't be happier about this whole venture, honestly. Um, we're talking about episode two of the Babysitter's Club Netflix series. It is fucking good. And I also, I know I might have a child listening to this every once in a while. I'm sorry. I swear from time to time. Um, someone did reach out to me and said that they would want to share this with their 11-year-old. And I say... You just maybe listen to it first and make sure, because I don't know where this is going to go. But <laughs> this episode was great. I have with me one of my favorite people in the world, Sean Diston. He was a writer on Robbie, which you can watch on Comedy Central and YouTube for free now. Um, so stream all of that. Sean Diston. Hello. Hello, Lauren. Hi. I'm so well, I want to say I am so excited to be here to let you be like seeing you be a part of the babysitters club. What I immediately realized when I started watching it, I was like, this is your star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I, I was straight up just like watching it being like, you read the books. You've been like waiting for like a great thing to come out. And then it comes out and it like, they hit you with those little things that I, I want to ask you about, but I truly had that this thought. Is so and I was true. like, this is You're so true because I so feel happy. so good. I feel so good watching it. And when I'm when I'm watching it with Mike, I'm like, oh, that's like the real name of the book. Oh, that's like this. Oh, this is that person. Oh, I know what's gonna happen there. Oh, that's Logan. Oh, you know, it's like I know everything that's yes. gonna happen. Yes. I'm so excited. Uh, so okay, oh, that's so before funny. we jump into it, I want to tell you a little bit yes. of some little facts from behind the scenes. I, I shared a little on the first episode about Anne M. Martin that she wrote the first 35 books or so out of hundreds that were written. Mm. And I was curious about that. And first of all, one thing I found out is that a scholastic editor, Gene Fywell, came up with the idea and the title for the Babysitter's Club and then hired Anne M. Martin. So in 1983, she was put in, in charge of the publisher's preteen and young adult book clubs. And the idea for Babysitter's Club came when she noticed that a book called Ginny's Babysitting Job was a top seller month after month, despite having a quote unquote rotten cover and being buried on the third or fourth page of the book club's catalog. So she was like, babysitting is, is interesting to people. And she approached Anna Martin, uh, who had worked at Scholastic before she went freelance and gave her the idea and the title. And she came up with everything else. So basically so, the, like, there was a book that was like, not, that was kind of popular, but the, the cover was not good. Is that what you mean by rotten? Yes. Oh, that's so, so they interesting. Had an ugly cover, but it was about babysitting and everyone just wanted to buy that every month. Yeah. And I mean, as a kid, I loved going to Barnes and Noble to get Babysitter's Club books. And it was always exciting because there was hundreds. So, okay. I was a Cam Jensen guy. I was the, I read those yes! books as a little kid and like, she had the photographic memory. She went click and like, I loved, <laughs> and she was like a detective. I fucking love those books. But I didn't really read a bunch of the Babysitter's Club, but the thing that struck me right away like again this is the star wars was when they're printing the flyer and you see the little babysitters club thing and i'm like yes that is like when you see that book cover you're like that is going to sell like i understand why yes. a book cover is so important in that point yeah yeah no, especially that's for so kids fun. because you're like searching for a chapter book and mm -hmm. it's so hard to know what it's going to be and then to see like all these pastel books lined up each one is like a bunch of girls on the cover it was like oh this is amazing oh, and they were like so four dollars um and so 
Okay, so Anna Martin drew from her own friendships and experiences to write the Babysitter's Club. And so she kind of asked around for all different types of stories. And she thought about people from her school who came from different backgrounds. And she was really interested in people with uh, parents who were divorced, all these different types of households you could grow up in. So, and she so, wanted to represent that. So that wasn't like a new thing for the show. They had that in the books originally. Like there, it was a yes. diverse sort of show in that way. It was diverse in the sense of people had different Live. family yeah, yeah, units. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, racially, there was one black character in the original series. Mm. So it's actually very cool to see it now that they've updated it and it just yeah. feels so much better. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I also just think th- I thought the casting is just spot. I'm obsessed. Uh, I'm obsessed. You know, it's so fun. Oh, well, Claudia was always Asian. Yeah. That okay. Was, okay. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, let me say that I think that like. You know, when we, you, Pen 15 was really popular, like that was so fun. And a good part about it was there were these like kids that they cast alongside them that seemed like real kids. And like they're, they were weird, you know, like in a fun, yes. like th- this is almost the opposite. Like these girls are playing the tone of this book so hard. It's like incredible. Like they're living. I love it. Like uh, the, the second episode, which we watched, which was Claudia's ep- like sort of her point of view episode, yeah. man, that girl was like truly playing those moments where I was like, I was getting sucked into the feel of what it must have felt like to read those books when you were young. Yes, it it honestly feels so accurate to the books in a way that that just is so nostalgic but also I picture a young girl enjoying it so much because yeah. the it feels real it doesn't feel um too cheesy it's like they have moments like even the character saying shut up like there's moments of like kind of big things happening. There were some straight up laugh out loud moments where I was like not really thinking it was going to even be funny but then I kept remembering that Lucia directed it who is a friend yes. of mine who I've like have been on set with um for Broad City and she's I'd say one of the best directors I've ever been around so seeing the jokes get delivered in the show I'm like not surprised at all but there were some jokes that made me laugh so hard like the one maybe even in the pilot about like the Russians are going to be yeah. like the app. Like that was just so fun. Like God, Even I Claudia it. had a few of them in the pilot where she's yeah. like making that art piece. And she's like, it's mad about menstruation yeah, or whatever, it was whatever it was. So like, I was good. like, like she's just so funny. And I love her outfits. I think that all of them are styled really yeah. well and very perfectly for their personalities. But Claudia looks so cute. I'm like, she's just the cutest little girl and her outfits are just so fun. So I just think she's amazing. I, not to keep talking about star Wars. Cause I know that your fans, I love this so parallel. I know that your fans <laughs> like love you, that podcast as well. And I love talking about star Wars with you, but like, the reason that this show I can tell is so good is because the people making it, you're like the people who made this care about every detail. Like when the locker was open, you're like, Oh, every little thing in the locker is like so specific. And they're do, they do a really good job of like, it is up to date. Like they have iPhones, but they like can take them away. And like, there's still moments that are very analog and like, I don't know. It's like very much so inspired in a way where I was like, I could see why this is going to be like huge, this show. No, I agree. And I think that like the analog thing you're talking about is so great because it harkens back to like what makes the book so special Mm. and that all this stuff just didn't exist. You didn't have these technologies to make things easier for yourself. And I like that they're finding ways to do it where it doesn't feel cheap or forced. It's just like, 
they have they got a cool phone and kids do think it's fun to talk on an old phone like there's something funny no, about I it. I love it. The old like, phone, the landline thing. When that phone came up, Lauren, I literally was like, "That is the Millennium Falcon." Like when you must have screamed. <laughs> I was so excited about screamed. the phone. Yeah, yes, and I mean that, that's so funny. That's so funny. Well, and even in this episode, when the phone rings after the scary moment, I'm like, "Ooh, it's scary!" Like, yeah, it's like yeah, this is, they, yeah. they build it. They build it. Okay. Well, let me ask you before we get into okay, this. I okay. want to ask you if you ever babysat when you were growing up, or if you had babysitters, and yes. any stories so, come to mind. I didn't really babysit when I was growing up because my parents worked like a lot. So when the summer came around, I was like sort of a latchkey kid and an only child during the year. I'd like walk home by myself and just be at home and watch like Sister Act 2 and eat like Domino's pizza and just like be a little kid. (laughs) But in the summer, like my parents didn't send me to summer camp. They would just send me to Jamaica and... I lived with like my cousins who were older, but we, ha- mm-hmm. they, so everyone in Jamaica sort of has like a live in like nanny essentially. And it's not even like a, like they mentioned nannies in one of the episodes as like this hoity toity New York thing, but like in Jamaica and countries like that, it's just part of the economy. Like you, they like live with you and p- partly raise you. And we had this nanny named Avon who like lived in this, she was like so sweet and she like cooked every single one of our meals. And like, we were such little brats to her, you know, (laughs) she was like this older black woman. She had her own kids. How old was she? She was probably like, I'd say like late forties and she had her own kid, but she was just like, when everyone was gone, we would just be like, hover like running around her little feet and like fucking with her all day. And she was just so patient and cool. And she like, she like would cut up potatoes and bake them and be like, you got French fries. And we'd be like, French fries. Hell yeah. <laughs> like we thought it was so cool. That's um, awesome. And she, yeah, she just ruled and, and she sort of is part of the family, you know, like, and at a certain point when all the kids grow up, you know, she like sort of retires from the position in a way, but like, she's always a part of the family and like, we loved her. And Aww, so like, nice. I never had to babysit cause I was always like the youngest of the cousins and an only child. So I was very much so in like in the States when I like, like I said, I was a a home alone a lot. So like Uh that episode, the episode we watched about the phantom caller, like there were such rules about answering the phone when I was a kid. Like I had to answer the phone and say like the distance residence or whatever. But also (laughs) like I had to, I could never tell people if my parents weren't home, you know, like, so if they weren't there, I had to be like, um, they're not available right now. Like I'd have to figure out something and there'd be times and there'd be times (laughs) I couldn't answer the phone. Like after 8 PM, if, if like I was home alone, they'd be like, you do not answer the phone after 8 p.m. Like everyone's asleep. And I'm like, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Did you babysit? Oh or, well, I, I feel did, like you, we've talked you, about this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely when I was living in New York, that was like how I made yes, money. Yes, but yes. before that, like I babysat from ages like 10 to 24, basically mm. is what I've figured out. And I, I, I really relate to the show because I babysat kids that were not that much younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're like, when you're like in middle school, it's all the difference in the world, but I, I would babysit when I was in sixth grade. I, I remember very distinctly babysitting for this family, um, who ha- there were three kids and they were f- like five and six and then like a baby. Mm. And I was 12. And you're like, watching taking a baby. Care of, That's so wild. Who would fully have like diarrhea or like, you know, <laughs> things that were like seriously difficult to deal with. And I just would do it. And I remember like loving it so much, but it's so funny cause you're such a kid. Cause even when like the pizza would be delivered, I'd be like afraid to answer the door. Like, 
like, there's just like this feeling of like, I'm not really mature enough to handle this. Yeah. You're just mature enough to call someone if anything happens. Yeah. And I would get a ride home from the dad. And I, I remember like having my clarinet in my little case and like getting a ride home (laughs) from him. And I also, I reconnected with, um, the, one of the kids like, recently how and she's old, in comedy. It? No way. How old? Yes. She's in her twenties. Did, did she um, like, know? did she remember you and was like, Oh Lauren. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so she, fun. I think messaged me. We kind of reconnected online and then she came to a show at UCB in New York oh, that I was gosh, doing that's so sweet. Uh, like recently, like a couple of years ago. And she's popped by on a couple of tour shows on comedy bang bang and stuff. And she, she's like working for the daily show or something now. She like works for something legit, like last week tonight or something that's like that. So it's like, cool. Well, it's, so well, it's awesome. like Chicago, you know, like that area is like sort of a, but let me ask you this. When you, you said like 10, were you like reading these books and being like, I'm in my own babysitter's club? Like, did you sort of think about it through that lens? Yes. And I, I even like, I know I started clubs of various <laughs> types and I, I'm sure I was trying to get a babysitter's club started, but like the idea of like actually sitting by a phone and waiting for people to call you is like, yeah, not very no one would really but I know I had flyers for different things. You know, I was always doing mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's just so but. funny because I'm like thinking about, cause I, like, again, I mentioned like Cam Jensen and like, I would kind of read those and I would like, you know, think of myself as this little detective. Like I was always trying to like yes. figure shit out and trying to be like, like trying to have like really good memory. So like I'm imagining anyone watching this is just like, oh well, yeah, I'm I'm 12. I can babysit. Like which sounds totally. like I don't know if you could really do that now. No, but they they hired you because yeah. it, I feel like at that time it was really like, and my mom was a teacher. So I would also te- uh, babysit a lot of her students. Mm. And like, there was just this feeling of trust for kids that I don't think we really have as much now. Like, I don't know, maybe in some suburbs, the little it's, kids, it's babysit. the suburb feeling. And I would say they do a good job of sort of justifying why they have it. Like the apps are too crazy and people are charging so much. And like, yes. there's like a nice little run where you're like, okay, I buy it in this world. It's fun. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And, um, oh wait, what was I going to tell you? There was a fact I wanted to tell you. Um, oh, well, I don't know what it was, but okay. About mm. this episode, um, this episode is called Claudia and the phantom phone calls. So, so let me ask I, you this. So the show has like the narration throughout, do the books sort of go from girl to girl like that? Yes. Oh, okay. And so each book, that is actually the name of the book. Gotcha. Claudia and the Phantom Phone Call. So they're kind of doing, and the first book was Christie's Big Idea, oh. which was all about the- Right, because that was almost club. like the last frame of the thing at the end. Yeah, so they showed it. So I think they were just like, they didn't want to start with that yeah, to give you the yeah, idea yeah. that it was like a book. But then at the end, now they're doing it at the beginning. So I really thought that was adorable. I loved that. And one fun fact about this, uh, so the Babysitter's Club books all have illustrations of of like kids on the cover, and they were often done from photographs of models. And Kirsten Dunst's first job was the uh, book cover for Claudia and the Phantom Phone Calls. So that she is, is crazy. on the cover. Yeah, <laughs> very weird. Wait, I gotta look that. I want to look that up because, like, yeah, that makes perfect sense because it's around the like same time, right? 
Yeah. Gosh, th- th- I'm telling you, the Star Wars parallels are so funny. I just think you're going to collect all these little Easter eggs. I know. Like, I know. Well, okay. Oh, this is what I was going to say, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. So the original series was in the 90s. There was a TV series. The books came out in the in the 80s. Yes, I remember the TV series, I think. Yes. Yeah. And so it was on HBO. I didn't realize that before. I know it was a Scholastic series. It was on HBO. And then, um, but initially they weren't going to do it because they made it straight to VHS because no network really thought that anyone would want to show about girls like this. Mm. Like it truly was just not interesting. And then they had so much success. The videos, uh, a million cassettes were sold for $13 each. And based on that, HBO picked up the series for 13 half hour episodes. And then they later aired on Disney channel and they're on Hulu now. Oh, if that's anyone's crazy. Curious to watch the old series. It, I wonder if there are any actors or actor actresses like that were in the old series that are like now famous. I bet there, I bet if you watch it, there's like a couple people in the background where you're like, I've seen that person. Well, like um, from Pete and Pete, Danny Tamborelli yes. is a kid in it. There's a few things like that, but the movie that later came out, which was um, so good. There's a babysitter's club movie mm. had Larissa Olenek from Alex Mack, okay. um, Rachel Lee cook. There's so many people. So they only made recognize. one movie. I feel like they could have made a series. Of, this could have been like a Harry Potter franchise. It should have been because I remember it so distinctly. I went to the movie. I went to the mall with my mom and she offered <laughs> to see the movie with me. And I said no. And I wanted to go alone because I didn't want to go with her. <laughs> well, the, the, I will say so many of the themes of this is like being like independent of your parents, you know, like that's yes. so funny. And so she went shopping while I went to see this by myself. And it's the only, I, it's the only movie I ever saw by myself as a kid. And it's so weird. Were you scared the whole time? Kind of I like. I was uncomfortable. And I brought a book with me. I had a book. Oh my God. That's so funny. So anyways. Okay. So let's hop into this. Uh, yes. Let's talk about it. So right off but the bat, Claudia. I'll even say, oh, I'll say I watched the pilot first and I thought it was yeah. really great. I know you've already talked about it, but like, no, no, please. I wasn't, ex- you know, I feel like I, because I work, I like work as a writer. I really do respond to television writing. Like, even if it sometimes seems a little sappy or whatever, I just like really like it. Like I was a big fan of lost. I'm like a big fan (gasps) of big, like operatic, like big moments, you know? So like I will Uh cry at a TV show just kind of thinking like, Oh yeah, they figured it out. The writers figured out a nice little ending. It's like half of it for me. And I really, really liked the end of the pilot. Like it was just so good like you knew like the, i don't know like the stepdad was what's his name watson or something yes that is he from the books too yes and i wanted to i like oh hated watson because he's so shit on in the books <laughs> yes because he's so annoying and it's written from a kid's perspective and he's so annoying but then when you watch him as an adult and maybe kids would think he is annoying but like yeah. is my audio okay no it it's great like it's messing up no 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 it's okay. good when you watch it as an adult it's like I like him. Like, no, he's like totally. A nice they write it to be like, oh, it's kind of tragic how mean she is, but then she's like wanting to thank him at the end. It's so sweet. Like I but truly. But in episode two, yes. he's like so nice, and she's still mean. I and know. I'm like, this is real. I mean, that's very realistic. Yes. Like kids don't. They're not going to just change on a dime because you said he's a good person. For sure. So yeah, we get into this episode, and where they've switched up the narration, and I'm like, all right, this is for sure Easter egg from the books. Like this is how it works. Yes. <laughs> I'm like. Yes. 
And it's so, it's so fun when you're reading them because you get to switch perspectives. So like there's certain people that have totally different things going on each one of them there. I mean, they, their backgrounds are all really different. Some of them are rich. Some of them aren't like you get a totally different lifestyle with each. Yeah. Book. So it's really great. And also there was a, there are four spinoffs. Okay. okay wait, I actually, gotta know about it. Ah! This is so funny. <laughs> I, the fact that you just compared it to Star Wars, it's like now so I see, true. I honestly see <laughs> what you're saying. The reason I really I'll, do. I'll say the reason I'm like adept at making that comparison was because when the OJ Simpson show came out, do you remember that on FX? Um, yeah. Like that to me, I wrote an art, I was working at Funny or Die at the time and I wrote this article that was like, this OJ Simpson show is my Star Wars. And I made all these comparisons <laughs> to how like when the Bronco shows up, they really do like do a camera angle that's like, check out this cool spaceship. And I'm like, <laughs> I was cheering. So like I was, <laughs> I, I was thinking of you watching this and cheering when the phone came up and all that shit. It's I truly so was like screaming when I saw Stony Brook Middle School. I was like, Yes! Like, I'm like, I'm fucking in. Okay, so this um okay, so the 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 series was supposed to just be four books initially. Mm. And then Anne Anne and Martin was writing 30 books a year, it turned into because there were so many spin-offs. So much and she demand. said even Stephen yeah. King couldn't. What were some up, of the spin-offs? So here are the spin-offs. Um oh wait, let me see. Okay, so my friend they from had... work is texting me. My friend from work is literally texting me about the show right now. She's like, "We're watching <laughs> it. We love it." Go ahead, sorry. It's so good. Okay, so they had a few spinoffs. There was Babysitter's Little Sister, which mm. was that's where we got really into Karen. We know a lot about Karen from that. <laughs> Wait, who is Karen in the show? I haven't seen. She's Ka- the little girl from this episode who's creepy. Oh my god, she's so. That was so. But I scream laughed when she was like, "We're gonna put my doll to rest or whatever." Karen, that Karen, so funny. First of all, the name Karen, obviously uh, yes, huge right now. Huge, but. <laughs> But Karen, the character, now I don't remember her being creepy, but mm. I remember not liking Karen. And I remember thinking Karen was annoying. Now, Karen had a spinoff series, Babysitter's Little Sister. Um, she was annoying. And I think the font was bigger. Now, mm. I might be wrong about that. Just but so I do it, for it's like remember. younger kids. That's so funny. <laughs> and then there's the kids in Miss Coleman's class, which I don't remember, but that's a spinoff. And then there's the California Diaries. Now, the California Diaries. I feel like I've heard of that one. Oh, my God. They're <laughs> the best because the California Diaries. So, you know, all of the books are these pastel books that are thin. California mm-hmm, Diaries mm-hmm. are thick white books. They are special edition. They go on a cruise. They do all these California trips. Now, I used to write <laughs> stories that were heavily inspired by this actually now that i just oh said that i remember gosh. this very clearly and the story pirates which was oh my a, god wait um, yes i was gonna there, say I, I was there i was at yes. the show and then i was like wait i remember this is oh my god that was that's heavily so inspired by baby Club because a lot of the characters were named christy <laughs> stacy like all yes. the names i used to write these stories in second grade and they were like really involved and it was like the three girls and the three girls go to California. The three girls go here. And in that one, the story parrots, which was a theater company I was in in New York and LA, which takes stories written by kids and adapts them into sketches and songs, which if anyone out there has kids, check out the story parrots podcast. Cause it's really well done it's and it's really entertaining. But I, the, when I was leaving New York, the story parrots did a little performance of my story for me, a story that my mom sent them that I wrote when I was a kid and they acted out the three girls go to California, oh which is totally a rip off of the California, <laughs> the stories. California stories. And I, and they wrote that they took a boat to California from New York. <laughs> so, 
a cruise ship or something. I was to- oh my god, I I just am putting it together because as you were saying it, I was like, I remember the story because I fucking watched it. Oh my god, I know. Oh, I have to find so that fun. story because I'm sure I, I have feel it like there's a video of it, it online. I feel like we recorded it. Because it was See, like one I of thought. our, it was like a boys club for men show or something. Yeah, And we recorded it. I think it's online somewhere. I bet we can okay, find we it. Okay, we got to find this because that would be so good to post. Um, okay, so that was amazing. Yeah. So there were spinoffs and all these things. But this they're going from like the real core stories so far. Yeah. And I think they're going to do that to introduce each girl. It's my guess. And... I love it because the second I see like a side character, I'm like, I know who that is. Yes. Like in the first season or first episode, it was Logan at the library. I'm like, that's going to be her, Marianne's boyfriend. Right. That is a, that's he was reading to the little kids, right? Yes. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, little boy. That was so funny. They, that, they do a funny thing in this show. And I think also on Pen 15 of having those like little heartthrob boys that are just like, it's perfect. It's casting. all in their hair. Um, the casting is if, amazing. I'll say on this show, I have to find out who, who was the casting director because it's amazing. I even, I, even with the, with the girls, I was like, I recognize them from other stuff, but then I like looked it up and they had, they barely have been in anything. Uh, that's the way to go. It's, I think. Yeah, no, totally. It's if it was all people we knew, it would just be like it's not as cool. Like I yeah. get really swept away because they're also bringing these characters to life that are so familiar. And I mean, this is something you may have faced with Star Wars, and I wonder about this. Did Absolutely. you feel that? Like when you uh, when you're like, oh, it's Adam Driver. Like, can I really get into this? Well, you, do you know, wish it was someone anonymous. It's funny because I think there's I have a different experience because you like grew up with the Babysitters Club and have these expectations, and I think like. For me, there there hasn't really they've only introduced new characters in the time I've loved Star Wars. So I'm always just like, oh, cool, it's Adam Driver. Okay. Like so right. I, and a little bit of it, you know, there's a little bit of when they like cut to Adam Driver and he like just looks insane and you're like, okay, Adam Driver. But yeah. I, I I really do get into it. I feel like where I might take issue with that kind of thing is like with Ninja Turtles, in that they will create these characters that are like they're always different. Like there's generations of the Ninja Turtles and there's a million different versions of them. So it's hard to like juggle, but I feel like watching this, I'm like, I feel like I haven't read the books, but seeing these four girls, I'm like, it seems like they've nailed the casting for the four of them. It's honestly spot on. I'm trying to find who the cast director was. Hairway. And are there the personalities the same? Like, is Claudia the like fashionable art one? And yes, like, it's all. Yes, there's no, they're spot on. And the like, store, Cla- I- Claudia always has candy hidden in her room. And so oh in the first episode, God. when she pulls out the candy, I was like, yep, <laughs> I love this. Like, and to not, not touch, like to not shy away from any of that stuff is just so wonderful. That it just is feels so, so good. funny. And the casting is by Danielle Offiero and Amber Horns. So we have to give them amazing Huge props shout for this because this, it's amazing. And they're literally so well done. And I'm sure it took forever. And it seems like they're all kind of unknowns. Like, and I'll also say shout out to, to Lucia, the director of the pilot. Yes. And I don't know how many, and this, episode. and this episode, she is such an incredible director, but to, she did eight of the 10 and to see, I've seen her get performances out of adults that are great, but to get performances out, out of kids like this, I feel like it has to be so much harder and uh, shout out to Lucia. Cause it, it's, it, the pilot was so well directed. I was it thinking could, that because you have, when you have child actors, 
And I've never, I haven't worked with enough child actors, I feel like, to speak to like how people work with them differently than other people. And yeah. I don't know that I was even paying attention to that before. Mm-hmm. But watching this, you see that the performances are really natural. Like even with certain lines that I think are hard to deliver, I feel like they really come across. Like it's just, it doesn't, you don't get taken out by like a bad performance, yeah. which can happen with kids. And it's also not like Nickelodeon level like super turned up humor, which has its place, but there's just not that. And I'll this also is such a good point because yeah. I think there would be such a there could be an easily a version of this that is like the amped to a ten, yeah, like, like the coat over the, the top, the like the Cody, you know, whatever those shows are. I don't even know what they're called. The sweet life, yeah, of Zach sweet and Cody life, kind of thing. Like yes. where, where, where those shows are fun, but I feel like this is for the nostalgia heads like this is for the Lauren Lapkus but then though, I think kids I will love it kids too. are already loving yeah, it yes think, it's like Star Wars it, you know it <laughs> is it's like they, they're pleasing everyone let me ask and you this do you love I loved when Alicia Silverstone showed up because I'm such I a stan I love Alicia yes. Silverstone I'm glad she's in love it love her so happy I think that's like that might be the only I mean and, and Watson is also played by a recognizable yes, actor yes, yes. Um, I just looked up his name Mark Fury yes. He's been in a, a bunch of stuff. He's been in a million things. And Mark Evan Jackson's in this episode. Yes, he's yes, a friend yes. of ours. So uh, funny. And he's hilarious. So, but for the most part, don't know who they are. Also, um, Kimmy Gatewood directed a later episode. Uh, I don't know if you know her through no, the improv scene. Kimmy Gatewood, oh, I've heard the name. I don't know her. No. She's wonderful. And she's also an actress on Glow. Um, but anyway, huge. And Anna Martin wrote on every episode of this, at least to some in some regard. Yeah. So that's amazing. That's awesome. Let's jump into the plot. Let's so it do starts it. right off the bat. I'm in because it's Claudia and this cute boy <laughs> in art class. They're amazing painters. Yes, yes, yes. I love it so much. I really was like, I just loved the chemistry. I thought it was there. And they're like little kids. Like they're, how old are they? Probably 13 at best. Like they're it's so, so cute. It's so cute. And then like, you know, later in the episode, you sort of get the like little cheek kiss and you're like, you, there's a scream. Like, it's just like, it can be so innocent. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. A cheek kiss is crazy. Like if that happened to me in middle school, I would have been like, ah! what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm trying to follow this, the plot as a writer, you know, and, and as she's like, I'm going to go into the art room to think, I'm like, what's happening here. And then boom, the boys in there. I'm like, yeah, I know what kind of show this is though. Yeah. I mean, you love it. Yes. Like, when she goes in there and he's in there, I'm like, this is the dream <laughs> that you walk into that room. And then the one person you want to see is sitting in there yeah. by themselves and they want to talk to you. So this episode, is this episode called the Phantom Caller? Yeah, this is Claudia and the Phantom Phone Calls. Phantom and Phone Calls, yes. I think something like that. I might have missed spoken at some point but it's something like that Mm -hmm. and she sets the tone well so first of all she's in her art class they talk about the dance she wants to go to the dance and he said he'll see her there it's very cute Mm -hmm. and then she we cut to the babysitters club meeting where christy is staunchly against the dance now christy yes famously softball tomboy doesn't want to talk about boys Uh uh-huh my theory always has been that Christy is gay. Okay. I don't know if we're going to get anywhere with that. Oh, you I see, this it. is, you have theories. <laughs> Lauren, listen to yourself. <laughs> There's just, it's, this, it's just a certain, a certain type. No, I, I, that she could fill. I know really I mean? like, hope that that is true. I recently was playing a video game called the last of us two. I don't know if, 
uh, that is happening over I've on your side. I've heard about this, but I don't know so there, about this. Uh, this is not a spoiler for that game, but in a previous like downloadable content in the original game, there's like a moment where a character comes out and... I was listening to another podcast where Heather Ann Campbell was talking about it and just hearing her experience about like bursting into tears when this character like came out and she had like had theories that maybe it was true. And then when it happened, like, I think that that kind of thing, it can be so powerful. So like if man, if it were to happen in this show, which Maybe, you know, people could be listening to this like, oh, man, wait till you get to episode eight because I've only watched yeah, the two. But that's true. Yeah. I don't know that it'll happen here because it's never been touched on. Yeah. And um, it's a bit intense for their age range to even even just dating is big enough. I don't but, know. I read uh, I was just reading like try, some some reviews online and they were like babysitters club tackles big topics and i'm like okay okay maybe it does yeah, i didn't want to read i would be very into yeah, it. I, I know I we can't i don't want to read too far ahead but i was like okay that's interesting i do want to see can that. i give a plug for a show that i think is really good yes. everything sucks this i think was on mm. netflix and it's a show that covers that topic and it's just really well made mm. and the actors are really great and i would recommend if anyone is interested in that type of show that show definitely covers that um, and I thought it was great. Interesting. So, and it's like, it totally sucks you in. It's great. Um, <laughs> Let me ask but, you this. So they're in the babysitters club meeting, right? The yeah. room set up. Is it the same like picture that you remember? Like the phones in the middle and they're like sitting around. It's it? very much like that. Now there are, there yeah. are different sort of, see, because we've seen it done a couple times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, you have a couple different ways you think about it. And that's like, am I influenced from the book? Am I influenced from like, in my mind, they were always in this one room of this girl that I was friends with who had a big Mm -hmm. house. And so I pictured her room. Yeah. But then, you know, when you see it come to life, you, it just changes. But the rooms, I think, I feel like they captured really well, like the essence that you get from the book of the types of rooms. And yeah, it's like, it's not too, it's not too set decorated where it feels completely fake like it feels like a room that a kid could have and i like that it would be a fun thing to see like a behind the scenes on just how they like did all the art direction on the show because it's so specific and fun i would truly love to watch that i'm like i'm truly obsessed and it was all the art direction was done by Alyssa king so we must also give a shout Ooh, out and the set deck was Vincent Wright and Victoria king. Sauter home amazing people with um, Man, it seems, i mean skills. it sounds like it was mostly women behind the scenes like all the you know directed and written by and created it's, as i glance really cool. down these lists there's a lot of women which wow. is really cool yeah and I wonder how much people were um, connected to this show before they worked on it or if they I bet didn't know a lot of it. them were because, like I said, you can tell that the people that worked on this show really cared about it. Like from all the little details, like it truly is that kind of thing. Well, and here's what's amazing. So if Anna Martin was writing on 10 episodes of this, or at least maybe she was like, I don't know how that works. Like, like have it, you ever had a job where someone Well, because was like it's her IP, like I, there could be something in the contract where she gets writer credit for all of them and maybe okay. doesn't have to be involved at all. That's what I'm wondering. But, you know, like there's also like George R.R. R. Martin, like definitely wrote on Game of Thrones and consulted on lots of it. So I'm sure she consulted on some of it, you know? Well, and also I read that there is a Bible for the whole series because they had all these ghostwriters. So they had to have a very specific Bible that explained every single thing about each character. So they, I'm sure that they, everyone had access to that one doing this. Canon? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's kind of like the canon. It is canon that Christy <laughs> plays softball, okay? And that's literally from day one. Don't even try to change it. Okay, so they're um, in they're in the babysitters meeting and then and then and then yeah. Claudia tells the story of the phantom caller who calls the house and they and and then you find out that the call is coming from inside the house. And mm. that's a very scary premise classic horror yes. film and then the phone rings and they all panic and Christy answers and or no someone else answers I think and it's Watson again yes. and it's like Watson look you're giving a ton of business to the babysitters club but you're it kind of feels like it's a one man show kind of thirsty. I don't know. <laughs> and I'll say like even Alicia Silverstone's <laughs> character says it she's like he's trying too hard but yes, yes, you know, but yes. It's, so it's, it's so sweet. It was, it was the mom calling and saying Watson needs babysitter. Yes. And the girls say, Christy, everyone has babysat for Watson's kids except you. And you're the only person that they want to do it. And she's mm. like, no, I don't want to do it. And I'm also not going to go to the dance that same night. I'm just going to be doing nothing. She's like, I'm just out of everything. She's completely against the dance. She is telling everyone that they're basically not feminists if they go to the dance like it's just like I will say her character was very surprising because like they center the pilot around her and I'm like okay she's going to be the most straightforward down the middle of the babysitters but she's maybe the most conflicted and like the most aggro of all of them she's often aggro actually throughout the whole series she snaps she says the wrong thing she's because she's really stubborn and she's really confident Man, but, that dinner table scene, I, I maybe it's in the pilot where she's like, I don't approve is like harsh as hell. It's so it's harsh, so dude. Harsh. And like just saying that to your parents, like, I don't care and I'll say whatever I want. It's very intense. Mm. Um, here's what I love. Yes. So we get to focus more on Claudia in this episode and her family. And Claudia's grandma, Mimi. Yes. Is now, so is this loving. a character from the book? Okay. Mimi is canon and Mimi has a tragic demise i have to tell you <gasps> this there i i wonder if they're going to cover it oh in the season oh my gosh and i don't know i mean i'm nervous about it but there is a book about that mm. and that was intense and so i am wondering and i will say does it does it hint at her backstory at all um does the what hint at that her backstory um i don't know but i know that it leads mm. to um mimi's passing oh. and then claudia has to deal with that would be some powerful shit is. i mean I, that I would know. be very cool that might happen here It'd because be maybe that's cool. what they're talking about with a big thing that happens yeah yeah maybe. um but there's other big topics that are already lurking because we know Stacy has a secret. I know what Stacy's secret is. I did say it in the first Interesting. episode. I don't think Do I want to know. know. No, I want I think I'll okay, probably okay. watch the rest of it. I did. Stacy has in the a first secret. Episode. Right, because it's very much so set up that she has some secret when she says she's in New York, but she's not. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So and there is a whole book called Stacy's Secret or something like that. Or like something like that. It's some yeah. sort of telling you that there's a, or the truth about Stacy. That's the name of it. Mm. And it's, it's about, it, that was a very exciting book to get. This is the thing when you're reading books. Yeah. And they're kid, coming and out. There's like, yeah. They're coming out and there's like a new one. And like, there's going to be more about her. Yeah. Like that's so exciting. Well, and it, even when you're just starting the series and you don't, you have a hundred ahead of you, you're like, there's so much to learn. It seems like they're going to do Stacy's secret because they set it up in the pilot. So it, it, to me, I'm like, I am getting joy out of, 
of you waiting to see things and then screaming when they happen, regardless of if they're good or not. Like that to me <laughs> is so funny. Yeah. Stacey's uh, secret is probably going to be in the next episode, I'm guessing, because it's I saw the beginning of it and oh, it's about her. Great, so great, I'm guessing great. they're going to show where she goes or what's happening. Awesome. Now... Um, Claudia's parents don't understand her. She's feeling very not seen by them. She's an amazing artist, but all they want is for her to get good grades, which she's not, she's never been good at school in any of the series. Mm. She's always bad at math and science and doesn't understand it. And I she love loves that. to eat candy and paint a picture. Okay. And that is something we can relate to now. Gosh, just, so, I, like, I will say just the very subtle, and uh, we're like, just talking about race in general, the very subtle thing of being like, our Asian character will not be good at math. Like I know True. that it's like, be, it's such a thing where like you would forgive this kind of genre of being like, of course she's really smart or whatever, but like taking the time to offer up that new type of, yeah. a, you know, like that is such a subtle thing there that I think is so interesting is why I was wondering, I was like, well, I wonder if she was, I wonder if this is true in the book. So the fact that it yeah, was, she, she really was cool. always like this. And that's interesting because when I think of the show, I think of it as not being particular, the original show as not being particularly diverse because there's one character in the books, uh, who is like sort of a newer character who's brought in later, who's younger, yeah. who's black, mm -hmm. who's a middle school, who's like sixth grade while they're in eighth grade or something like that. And she's kind of like in the previous season, she's kind of a side character. And so I think of it not like that, but actually Claudia's character brings a whole different dimension. No, totally. Kind I, of subtly. To I, the I think whole it's thing. really interesting. And I think for just representation on TV, I think it's like, yeah, that's a great, cool character. And like parents are young and interesting and like, Man, her grandma. That's like, such a good point. It's it's cool to see that whole family get a whole like really well thought out. The same casting that ha happens for everything. It just like makes everything yeah. seem really cool. Yeah. Well, because even Mimi, like she's not your typical um, stereotypical yeah, grandma. Who's totally. Like, you have to do it the certain way. She's like so for her being who she is. Yeah, and I being love different. that. I love that scene at the end when she's like painting with her grandma. It's really cute. All right. I know it was so sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, we can't let Mimi die. This is well, just not okay. It'll hurt. Um, it'll hurt me. It's too. It's not okay. Yeah, I don't like that. So she. So her parents are really. She has dinner with her parents, and they're really obsessed with her education and Janine is kind of like a smart Daria. Uh, I thought Janine like, was really funny in this episode. Like <laughs> I love Janine. I, I, I mean, I think she's in the pilot. Is she in the pilot? Maybe yeah, for one for joke br briefly. And I was like, I don't get that. And then as, as it happened, I was like, Oh, it's perfect. Like the older sister antagonist, like so fun. She's like throwing her under the bus over and so over again. Funny. She's like, well, I heard that she wants to go to a dance. <laughs> so I would say she needs to get a good grade that on the test. If she so wants to go to the dance. Funny. And the parents were like, that sounds good to yeah, me. Like they were like, so you just did all funny. the parenting for us. Um, so, then we see Marianne's dad, who is played by Mark Evan Jackson, mm -hmm. who everyone might remember from The Good Place or many other millions of shows that he's appeared on. Really funny. And he's hilarious. And he's obsessed with getting phone calls from Marianne. And he threatens her with her old phone, which I thought was a hilarious joke. I laughed joke. so hard. Like, it was I a nice was little really prop. Like, the prop looked really funny. And, like, the threat of getting your old phone is like, yeah, like, bring it to that level of middle school. Like, that was so funny. I thought that was really funny. And the phone is like a jitterbug or whatever, where 
it will be those call. Like it can only call like three people. Yeah, yeah. And one of them is nine one one. That was so and funny. And I thought that was hilarious. And she's like genuinely so upset, which of course anyone would be. And then we're back at school, and Claudia is Ruth Bader Ginsburg chic in her judge outfit. Man, I thought that was so fun. Where it's like, <laughs> I don't know what this character was like back in the day, but there's an authenticness to this. I'm working on a show. Maybe I, I shouldn't talk too much about, but it is about middle school kids and like this age and like we're we're it's like so current and also so like iconic it's really yeah yeah that was so so fun i know it and i think these sort of references they're dropping are just just subtle enough that they don't come off as like just you know when people try to update something and they yeah, just hit it so totally. hard like this is 2020 like it doesn't feel like that Mm-mm. and Stacy's really good at math, which I thought was kind of surprising because I was, I feel like they kind of set her up in the first episode as being so obsessed with social media and stuff that I wasn't expecting her to be the one teaching her about quadratic equations, well, but I liked it. She did like in the, in the pilot, she is the smart one. That's like, I could actually figure out the business or whatever. So like <gasps> she kind true. of is like the smart, maybe they're playing her as the like, you know, genius level one. She probably was like that, but I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. Um, so then Christy wants people to not go to the dance. Christy is like, really like no one should go to the dance. You actually can't. Marianne tries to get out of babysitting cause her, she got in trouble for and she's grounded. And she's like, mm-hmm. um, actually you can't, you're so irresponsible. You just got grounded when you're supposed to babysit. So one of you needs to not go to the dance so that I don't have to babysit my own future step siblings. And I'm like, mm. girl, you really need to stop because it, you are getting ahead of yourself. That it truly it's good setup. And I'll say what I like about it being a TV show is that, other, other than a movie is that you can really start the character all the way entrenched into this, like really stubborn and like, you know, yes. I can art, you already start to see it unraveling and I'm like, Oh, I can't wait for the episode where she like fully accepts the stepdad. You know what totally. I mean? Like it's going to be, and the, the step sibling, she's already like kind of like getting the Snickers with Karen at the end. I was like, okay, cool, cool. I know that was kind of cute. Yeah. It was like less controlling and kind of nice. And it's her future sister. Mm-hmm. And then Christy, this is when we get a real, Real nice little fight. So Christy said, Marianne's dad is not normal. That's Ooh. not normal. And then she goes, what would you know about having a normal dad? Now this was fucked because Lauren. No, I thought that why. was so mean. so mean. I just thought it was so mean. Christy's dad left when she uh, was two or something. She has no dad. And to be told she wouldn't even know a normal dad if she met one mm, is not nice. It's- and... Also, though, kind of deserved. She's saying to her friend, your dad's weird, like really meanly. I will say I'll put that kind of move. I'm just thinking about it again from a TV, right? Like I've been working on this thing. So I'm like thinking about it from just writing the TV. And I'm like, that's the kind it's the same kind of sharp hitting move of like not approving of the stepdad at the table, you know? And I'm like, it feels like each episode's going to have one big like, oh, my God. You know, yes, so that there are so yes. that when you come back to it at the end, you're like, oh, they like it really is creating tension in a in a place where there aren't that many stakes. You know, I think that's really cool. Totally, And it's like realistic. Like yeah. the fact that you might as a middle schooler say something to your friend that's like too mean, but you didn't really mean to. Yeah, because you, is, you're feeling kind of attacked. And yeah. yeah, totally, totally. Without it's not it doesn't have to be like major drama, but that it feels huge at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. So then that all happens. And then we see Claudia 
uh, get see Trevor again, and he offers a ride to the dance with his dad. He's like, my dad could drive dad. us. What do you think? And I'm like, yes, my please. My dad can drive us. Now, so funny. did you ever go to a dance um, with someone when you were a kid? So I... <laughs> went to so it's funny because i in just thinking about dances in like middle school like they were just so different in i'm from miami so like they were so different like you didn't really go with a date to a dance it was more just like you were going to like what we approximated a nightclub of being you know so yes. it was like just like booty dancing music and like uncle that luke and shit too. yes but like <laughs> i feel like the first time i was like going to a dance with someone was in high school and you know, and and by then I had like a longtime girlfriend, so I like went to homecoming with my you girlfriend. Did? Yes, but in do you still know her? I know her somewhat. She's like kind of friends with my mom, weirdly, because like they that's funny are like still in Miami living, and she has like two like very beautiful daughters now. Oh, um, how nice! But uh, I, what happened was we broke up in senior year, and during that time I got a date to prom. But then <gasps> I got back together with her before <gasps> prom and Drama. and she was like, it's OK, like you can go with this other girl. And I was like, oh, no, I can't like, <laughs> yeah, and did you so break up with the other girl. I had to or not canceled? go with the other girl, but this other girl didn't go to our school and she really wanted to come to our prom. So she still used the ticket that I bought her oh. and she came and she was somewhat upset. And I think she she oh. wanted to go to prom with me and I couldn't yeah that sucks you know so I, I went was, to prom yeah. twice did you and, really well first of all yeah my when we were in middle school and high school the dances were like where you just go with your girlfriends yeah, and yeah, guys yeah. go with their guys and then you show up and grind on each other exactly and go home and <laughs> and question everything but <laughs> and hump a pillow um, or something <laughs> <laughs> but in high school i did get to go to prom twice and i went when I was a junior, I was friends with a lot of seniors. So my friend who's now big dipper, the rapper really um, took me as his date, even though he was gay mm. and um, it, he just wanted to let me come hang out with all the friends. Cause we were in a group together Fun. and he ignored me the entire dance because he was very <laughs> social. And I was like, I took photos with my arm around his jacket on the chair, like looking at it like sad. This is funny. Yeah. You're just like making a joke out of it. Yes. That's I was funny. like, this is actually fine. Yeah. Um, and then my senior year I went with, um, who became my future boyfriend, but it was like the first, he was a, he had graduated already, but he came back to go to prom with me mm. and that was really cool. Was that a nicer and one? Cause you were like, yeah. it's my prom They both now. were really fun, but, um, yeah, one was more romantic. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. So that's different. Um, yeah, but cute. it's, it's he, fun that he they also has two cute kids now. So yeah, that's doing cute. It. <laughs> but it's fun that they set up the stakes of a dance because like, you know, those are the things that regardless you're like, to me, the dance seemed more like just a party that someone was throwing and like, you got to go to this party and, and you'd know who was going and that kind of thing. Like that. Well, I you know really what I, what I really liked is that it wasn't the finale. Yes. Like, I feel like a dance is so often like the end and this was just like a regular Friday. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. So, Okay. We, we then are, we haven't gotten to the dance yet though. And Marianne's phone, uh, she can only call 911 and her dad, but she's somehow, so she's like, I can't even get in touch with Christy. She does Morse code out the window with a big flashlight. I love that. Now was that I from the books? I love that. Um, it feels familiar to me. Yeah. I do think they were neighbors in the books. Um, and I just loved it. I think either they were neighbors or she was neighbors with 
um, someone else. Cause there's something that's going to happen with Marianne later uh, that ooh. changes the dynamic of her life. Interesting. And we'll get but to that. I, in I will episode, say sure. that when that was happening, I was like, this feels like something from the books. Cause anytime they're like trying to work, anytime I feel like the writers work their way into doing something like analog or old school, I'm like, this has to be part of the books. So yeah. I bet, I bet there are like, you know, fans out there that are like the flashlight, the flashlight. Yes. Totally. And also like doing Morse code. Yeah. You honestly, wouldn't even suggest that unless it was in the book. I know. I truly am like. I laughed really hard when she just like flashed the flashlight like five times and it was like, I really shouldn't have said that. I'm really I sorry. <laughs> and Christy's like, message was C. Okay. It was, she was not That was such a great take to too. I like the, the, the whole pulling of the blinds down. I was like, that's just a great take. Like it, it is. It was really, really Really cute. hits the genre. Yeah. So then Claudia's in her class taking her math test and her outfit is so cute. I truly am. Was just, this the like, like sweater? I'm, what was this one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. had a sweater and like some co- colorful pants and she had on huge chunky, like gold boots that were just like awesome. Yeah. Cost- um, you got, I'm trying you got to sh- give a shout out to costumes because too. I'm like, they are amazing. Okay. Cynthia and summer's costume design. And they must've been so fun to work on because it's just such an unapologetically oh genre based yes. thing, you know? Her other credits include Snowpiercer, uh, Lemony Snicket, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. So she's done a wide I range of things. I love Snowpiercer. It's such a crazy movie. Yeah, different types of costumes. Yeah. So that's really fun. That's awesome. Okay, so... Um, so she does the she test. Gets, she gets an F, obviously. That, I and laughed at that because I was like, what a like book moment of like, she got an F. Like an F is so extreme. <laughs> That's so true. She was studying so hard and she really wanted to do well. And, and she, she got, got an, an F. F. I laughed so I mean, that hard. was me in math. I like always got Fs and Ds and I could not figure it out. And I just never tried. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. was, I, it was just, ugh, it just sometimes you, you just have it. a lesson where you're like, this is too much yeah. for me. Um, and Stacy comes up to her locker and she's like, you should lie on the test. You should take my test, which I got an A on. I thought this was juicy as hell. I love that. And actually it was the first idea I had when, uh, I was like, just change the name, get another paper, uh, you know, that's so Um, good. Which is really messed up. So she's kind of in a moral quandary at this point. Mm. And she goes to the art room and Trevor's there, which is just dreamy. Now this was one of those turns where I was like, what is she going to go do at the art? Okay. Oh no, I get it. (laughs) And then what I really loved is on the, it's on the wall behind Trevor is like realistic kid art. Yeah. And he's like, come see this. And I was desperate for it to just be like, there's a stupid like surfer painting on the wall. I was like, like, can it just be that? Like, cause I wanted it to be something so bad. And he's like, what do you think? It's like an impressionist (laughs) face painting or something. His was actually really interesting. It was cool. um, Then his, like my dad says it's derivative. So basically this is the point where, where Claudia figures out that even if her parents were artists, she might not be happy because they're always going to make you feel like you don't know what's going on. And this is where like, as a writer, I'm like, I like these big, like broad operatic strokes. Cause she's like, even if the phantom caller in your head is your parents, you know, like making that connection. I was like, cool. I get what this show will be. Like, you're going to title it this thing. It it was, I liked that too, because I felt like the episode could have been, and and in the older series, it would have been just about the phone calls. Yes, Like it would have been like the scary phone ringing, which by the way, works for Totally but works, like, but they it tied it into the theme of the nuance. episode. And I really mm-hmm. like that. She like, you know, she learns that lesson in the book. Like 
it took me a second to be like, oh, right. She also just learned that little lesson and that's why she's going to go to the dance. Like, I thought that was so yes. fun. So she takes, she decides to lie and this is so intense. And he also, he kisses her on the cheek. And, and I, in my head, to- I was like, Lauren screamed for sure. I wish I could have seen that I was, scream. I was so excited. I was like, this is huge. Like he just Episode leaned two? in and kissed her. Episode two, yeah. a cheek kiss? Yeah. Um, I am so ready. So Watson and Alicia, whose character name I've never gotten. Let me see if I can get it right now so I can stop calling mom. her Alicia Silverstone. I know it's like mom <laughs> character. She's Elizabeth, okay? Yes. And she, they're in mice costumes and they're going to a costume party. Yeah, I thought that and was fun too, that it was Halloween and they just didn't make a whole giant deal of it. I thought that was interesting yeah. because I got that it was like a costume party for the dance but it was so, they kind of just threw it away. Like I was going to be a troll, but now I'm going to be this. I know. I was like, like, none of these kids want to trick or treat. What is happening? Right. And like, there's no leaves and stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It was a little bit like interesting, but I, mm. I didn't mind it. Cause it doesn't have to be so themed. No, not at sometimes all. Halloween episode then becomes all about pumpkins. I know. And stuff like, and I really like, just liked that. It was a throwaway joke of seeing their costumes. And then, yeah, that yes. was it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we find out that. Oh, this is where um, she's babysitting and Karen is like, we need to bury my dog and wake I her. laughed so hard at that because, you know, I don't know anything about the tone of what's going to be happening. So when something really swerves <laughs> like that, man, I, I laughed really hard. I don't remember enough about Karen besides just thinking she was annoying. And I... I don't remember her being creepy or like weird, but I loved this little actress. Really, she was yeah, so she was good. really good. She had a really like fun half smile that was very mischievous. It seemed like uh, this. Her IMDb picture is like the most sullen is face. It? It's so perfect. It's, her name's Sophia Reed Ganser. She was really funny. And I think like the, I, I feel like the darkness of her characters may be a modern twist because I doubt they could have had all this kind of stuff in the old books, you know? No, it does feel really like a joke you can make now. When, and Because the, the, the funny joke was like, go get cookies. We have to put my doll, my doll to rest. That shit is really funny. I thought it was really funny and so, I thought Christie's reactions were really great. Yeah. And then the phone call, the phone is ringing and it's like this terrifying thing of it. It's going to be the phantom caller and, and Karen goes on this long monologue about how terrifying it is. So this is really well set up because they tell the very scary story in the beginning. Then you're already in this with the scary young little girl and then the phone starts ringing and you're like, oh yeah, that is like a fun little set. Like I like that a lot. And it is enough for a Halloween episode. It's like there's a scary story going on, a scary little thing, but not too scary. And then she answers the phone and it's Marianne and they have a nice, um, she kind of gives her some tips. This is the thing that comes up a lot in the books mm. and in the other series is that the babysitters will l- leave each other notes in like the files about the other um, kids they're sitting. That. So, you know, and if like someone's like, you're going to babysit one, oh, Marianne usually babysits this kid. So let me ask her if she has anything I should know. And it's like, well, he really likes juice. He wants to watch a <laughs> show. You know, it's like, she, they like tell you. I love so this. And it's what's really, really cute. cute about it is that because she didn't pick up the phone before, she didn't get the warning about the right. Karen and she didn't know about the Snickers bars, which I thought was really cute. And like, yeah, if she had only talked to Marianne before yeah. she would have gotten all this information and the, and the phone getting taken away was a really nice way of her not recognizing the number or whatever and being like kind of yes. scared. I thought that was really, that's true. Cause they had to find like an analog sort of yeah. way back into like how you get a prank call or like a, a mysterious Again, call. I'm looking at it as a writer and I'm like, they're doing a lot of very complex things that make the show come off very simple and digestible and fun. 
Yeah. And yeah. That's true. Hats off to the writers of this show, I'm sure. Because that is really complicated yeah. to like get to that point. So, okay, so she's like so relieved and she and Karen have a cute moment. And then right then Claudia is about to go to the dance and she's like, her parents are like so proud of her for her getting an A. And then they're like, let's see it. I just want to see your name next to this grade. And Claudia looks in her bag and she sees both tests and she decides I need to show them the one with the This moment was great. It was great. And what a great moment. I, I was so nervous and they were like really confused and they, they were really disappointed in her, but then I thought they weren't even mad. And I was, well, they go, they go, you lied to us. And she goes, yes, I misled you. And I was like, <laughs> okay. You, you did hardcore lie. You kind of like did fraud really. <laughs> <laughs> and then I felt like they're kind of like, okay, you misled us. And then uh, she's like, bye. And they're like, you're not going to the yeah, dance, yeah. you idiot. I, I really like that assume. moment because, you know, in these shows, I feel like, it just was so gentle. It was a gentle moment. This girl decided to do the right thing last second. And then her parents were happy she did the right thing, but then she was still punished. But then she got to paint yes. with her grandma. Like, so yes. it was a very gentle ending. And like, yeah, she missed it. She missed out on like the boy or whatever, but you don't want her to get the whole boy at the, in that episode. Well, and that's the thing too, is that it's kind of nice to show that it's okay if you can't go to the dance. Yeah, that was like, nice. You, your whole life does not revolve around this dance. And it's kind of a mixture of Christy and the extreme thing of like Stacy, where like Stacy's dying to go to the dance. Christy hates the dance. Claudia wants to go because she has like this cute, this crush on this boy, but then she doesn't go and it's fine. Yeah. And like typically in like a teenage story, like that's the, that's like the biggest downfall is you didn't get to go. Something happens mm -hmm. there that you missed or the guy hooks up with somebody else because yeah, you weren't I, I there. I feel like if this was the books, her parents would have been like, you can go to the dance and then it would be a <laughs> super happy ending. But because it's a TV show and like. You can serialize it a little bit like, yeah, like let's hold the the getting to go to the dance with the boy till later. Like, I think that was it's really honestly smart. plausible that in the book she is painting her grandma at the end. Oh, well, I, mean, I think I that's I'm still gonna look into yeah. that. I don't know. Because I, I, I like that moment. I thought it was like I, I you've earned all these feelings at the end of the episode. And like, mm -hmm. yeah. And the parents, I think like, yeah, they might have been a little too forgiving right away, you know, but I still think like. You know, she decided to tell the truth and they showed her yeah. the F that she got, the hard F, which is like <laughs> so bad. Something's wrong. So bad. Yeah. So then Stacy's at the dance and she's dressed as a Marie Antoinette character, which is so crazy. Wait, let me ask you so this. Rich. What was Claudia's what was Claudia's costume when she was like covered was in birds? Was she from the stuff? birds? Like the movie The Birds? I I mean, I don't I couldn't imagine why she would be, like, unless that's, that's from the original books, but like I was like, what right. could that be? Was it like Black Swan or something? No. I thought it was literally from like Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, maybe it's like but a, I don't know. It could be an Easter egg why. for the old books. Um, I know, maybe it is. But Stacey has um, to go to the party alone, which she didn't want to do. And honestly, who would? Like, that sounds horrible. Yeah. She's, she's new to town. It's mm -hmm. just like, it's too much. Um, and okay, so... She's there and she talks to Miss Johansson, who is an old character from the books, and she's someone mm -hmm. they babysit for. Um, the kid's name is Charlotte that they babysit for. I <laughs> you already, that's so funny. And she's a lesbian now, which I thought was great. Is that and updated? Very subtle. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was really subtle and cool too. And I just liked it because it was like not a big deal. They don't have to be like, and this is your wife? Like they just were like, this is her. Well, so it's I buried that in really the cool throw forward reveal of this babysitter's agency or whatever. What is that? 
that was did you love okay, that so then yes yeah, so then they're like she's like well who's watching charlotte or whatever and she's <laughs> like oh um and she shows like the text and it's literally the babysitter's agency and they have competition and i wrote all exclamation points the babysitter's agency competition uh, i was freaking out it's so I, no truly I, I, I what i like about tv is when it's serialized like we talked about lost like ending an episode in a way that makes me go "Ooh, the next episode's gonna be really good like yeah. i thought that was a really nice way to end this episode because it was like yeah we wrapped up the emotional story with claudia but boom we're into the agency i i totally i will say that i've i've only watched the two episodes the pilot and the second episode and they're tight they're written really tight i thought there were some really fun jokes yeah it's gentle i feel like kids can like it i do think adult women who read those books are going to be obsessed with this yeah and i also wanted to mention that it's created by rachel schukert and she wrote all on all 10 episodes of a few people have credited uh have credits of working on all 10 but yeah she and i were instagramming a little bit back and forth were and you? she was excited oh. that this is happening. I will so, I will say that when when you have shows like this where like someone directed eight episodes and someone wrote on ten, it's like you know it was because they were passionate about it and like yeah. really took like loved it and like while I was very happy to be watching this, just thinking about you getting to consume this thing that's like. It's I'm gonna like hit. So happy yeah. because I have nothing in my life due to yeah, the quarantine. Yeah, it's a perfect quarantine so, drop. I'm really, really happy. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you this BuzzFeed quiz now to figure out which character you are. And okay, um, okay. and. <laughs> Okay. Now, in the first episode, Rana said that I'm a Claudia with a Christie rising, which is honestly my dream because I always thought I was Claudia because she's artsy and she likes candy and she's not good at math, which are all things that I relate to. Mm. Um, and uh, Christy, I'm like Christy because I can be really controlling. What are the four names? The- Claudia, Christy, <laughs> Stacy, and um, who's the fourth one as of now? Marianne. Marianne. Okay. So we're gonna get some more people bringing. Yes, into- okay, so it's the club now, grows. Okay. Which position would you hold in your own babysitters club? President, vice president, secretary, treasurer, marketing officer, alternate officer? Uh, definitely president for there sure. We go. I feel like if you're talking now, to a lot of actors, you're going to get a lot of cre- president. I put president as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Choose something to add to your kid kit. A kid kit is the boxes they make for the babysitting um, where they put in all sorts of fun things they bring with them whenever they go. Gotcha. Okay. A fun movie, friendship bracelets, board games, a book of mysteries, Legos, or slime. Ooh, that's so interesting. <laughs> because <laughs> i was like oh movie no 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 i think i would mm-hmm. go legos okay yes i think i'd go legos choose a young celeb you would trust to join the babysitter's <laughs> club now you might not even know who some people are okay, because okay. I, I, timothy chalamet okay i know him um lana condor jojo siwa who's a youtube I know star jojo siwa amandla stenberg uh, I don't know where she's from, but I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophia Lillis, who is in It, she's like the girl with the with. Yes. she's like the main girl. Yes, yes, yes. And then Caleb McLaughlin, who is from um, Stranger Things. Yes, I know. I think I know Caleb too. Okay, so I'm not JoJo Siwa for sure. Who were the first yeah, two? Who, who were the first two? Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. He seems too young. I mean, too old. Yeah, he seems too um, old. Lana Condor, who I don't know who that is. Um, but I can let me Google just like it. look her up real quick. Yeah. Well, the condor. Okay. American actress. And she, oh, is, what is she in? Is she in like all to like 
Wait, let me see. Oh, she was in like X. You know what? I'm I'm Lana. I'm her for sure. (laughs) What is she in X Men? (laughs) Yeah, she was in. um, She's Jubilee in X Men. Oh, well, that's fun. She was in X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, I'm her for sure. What are you doing after school on non babysitters club meeting days? Model UN debate dance committee book club theater or creative writing. Probably creative writing as an adult, but if I were a kid, I'd probably answer debate club, but Ooh, but okay. I'd say creative writing. Which one do you want to put as your I'm, answer? I'm going to say debate club because okay. I want to know what I would have been as a babysitter. Yeah. Pick a side character from the babysitter's club. Now we haven't met all these people okay. yet, but Mimi, the grandma, yes. Karen, the creepy little girl, mm-hmm. Logan, who is the cute boy. boy who Marianne likes Lane, who we haven't met yet, but she's, um, she's like a, I feel like she's like a prissy rich girl, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Janine, who is the older sister of Claudia yes, Janine. and then Esme Porter, who is, Oh, I think she was the creepy lady in the first episode who popped up behind Christy while she was. Okay. In the okay. Okay. So who's your side character? Um, and this would be who I identify with or who I want to like have as my sidekick. I think it would be your sidekick. Ooh. Um, honestly, I think Janine. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Janine's definitely the right answer. Yeah, I think Janine. And then she's finally, pick an iconic '90s teen to join your squad: <gasps> Lisa Turtle from Say by the Bell, Cher Horowitz from Clueless, Tia Campbell from Sister Sister, <gasps> Lindsay Weir from Freaks and Geeks, Ashley Banks from The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and or Sabrina from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, that is this is a brutal decision. They're all good because you said Ashley Banks, and I was like, that was my all time. I well, love like that's who you should Ashley pick. Banks. She'd be in your squad. You'd be hanging out all the time. But <laughs> wait, who were the other ones? You said Lisa Turtle, Lisa Turtle, Cher Horowitz, but then Tia you said Campbell Cher. Sister, okay, sister. okay, okay. Hold on. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Ashley Banks. Okay. But Cher was to. a close second for sure. Oh my God. You got the same answer as me. Christy no. Thomas. Really? You got Christy. You're a natural <laughs> born leader, headstrong, and can take charge of any situation. Sure. At times you can be a little stubborn, but that's only because you see the best in everyone and want them to live up to their potential. Oh, I so it's hate, actually really positive. It's just like astrology where I'm like, this isn't real, but you know what? It is. I See, fully that's buy the part, in. Cause I'm like, I'm not Christy. And then I'm like, yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> I have to admit it. I'm Christy. Talk I want to the be people Claudia. around you. Yeah. I want to be Claudia, Claudia, but I'm a Christy. I'm not Claudia. I'm not free wheeling, chill, do whatever anyone wants. No. Um, it is my show. It is. Oh. I'm Christy. I'm the president. You know what I mean? It's just what it is. That is so funny. Well, let me just say this. I want to say this. I want, I love that there's the babysitters club and like star Wars, I want there to be more spinoffs. I want there to be an older, I want there to be a babysitters club, like older class that you get to be on (gasps) as like the Christie of the future. And it's like, what happened to them? And it's like, and it's for like adults and it's funny. And it's like the babysitters club reunion show or something. I think like there's a version of it that you should fucking be in. My God, that is, the best idea I've ever heard. I love that idea so much. And they should have like a like a Muppet Babies version where yes. it's like the little sister. When you mentioned the little, like the little sister, kids. I was like, you should do yes. that. Like, I think this is this is IP now that is can time. be moved on. I think. Oh my god! Get in the rooms, so right. Lauren. Start telling people you want to be an older Christy. 
I need to pitch the uh, older re like the where are they now? Yes, yes. Claudia's smoking it. weed now and like yes. <laughs> One of them to, made an app. Yes. Stacy made an app that's all for babysitters yes. connections. Claudia went stuff. to NYU for sure. Oh my god! I yes. love this idea. I love this so much. It's so fun. Uh, okay, well, you're going to watch the rest? I, what do you think? I do think, especially because I have a three-day weekend ahead of me, we're recording this before the weekend, and I absolutely have nothing to do. And mm-hmm. weirdly, I've been finding it hard to like watch certain TV because I'm like, shit's so bleak. I was playing that video game, like The Last of Us, and it's about like the apocalypse and the, like a whole like pandemic, and it's so bleak. That this oh was a God. really great change of pace. So I was like, you know what? I, I didn't realize everyone was playing this game about it, like what. Yeah, we're going well, it's like these spores and people turn into zombies or whatever. So you're like, oh no, and you're like running through like Seattle, which is like so funny because the chop was in Seattle and it's like all this crazy shit. But this wow. was a really great change of pace. I will probably watch it. And look, another comparison to Star Wars: these episodes are like 25 minutes. Like you can't. You this is the thing. through them. When I, this is the thing though. This is what's not fair about Star Wars. Like <laughs> the things that I like are short. I, know, I want I things know. that are long. Like, I mean, the only thing I can, can compare is 90 Day Fiance, which is many hours long and there are a trillion spinoffs yes. and I will watch all but of I was them. Think, but I was thinking about it. I was like, I made, I made you watch Ninja Turtles last week, which was short, but an hour and a half. And I just watched, I watched 40 minutes of TV and I was like, that was, oh, it's so brief. And I'm like, it's, it's so right it up is. your alley. It's so funny it's so breezy yeah. i'm so excited to keep going mm. i cannot wait i have amazing guests lined up i've announced some of them on the patreon i have some i haven't announced yet oh, i'm excited um it's gonna be really really fun so everyone stay tuned and um thank you so much sean go follow sean and go go subscribe to sean's patreon he's doing a whole new patreon do you want to talk about what you're putting up there yeah i'm putting up a bunch of uh spray the whisper podcasts and some um i'm throwing up some rudy north podcasts and i have a podcast in the works with we might talk about the Ninja Turtles. So it's yes, very exciting. It's really good. So go follow that. And also my next guest for the Babysitter's Club is Jackie Johnson from Natch Butte. Oh, love Jackie. Uh, the host of the podcast, Natch Butte. She is hilarious. Um, and I cannot wait to, to, to talk about this with her. So we will see you then. And thank you so much, Sean, for being here. Uh, may the ba- maybe the babysitters be with you. <laughs> <laughs> The, the phrase we use here is say hello to your friends. Say okay? hello to you. <laughs> Please. I, I love this so much. Okay. Thanks, Lord. All right. Thanks. Lap time. Lap time. Lap time. Lap time. With Lauren Lapkiss. <laughs>